Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Well, hello there, Thinner Circle. Hey, okay, so what you're listening to right now is the workshop that I did on glorification. So when I'm referencing in this particular episode, when I'm referencing any of the visual aids or anything, it's from the handout that I mailed you. You might remember there there was a little, um, oh, I don't know what to call it. I guess like the life cycle of a Christian, ultimately our goal, how we're we're walking the narrow through the narrow gate on the narrow path all the way to glorification. You also might notice in this particular podcast episode that I reference how the prerequisite was having listened to the other podcast on your sin nature. Um, yeah, <laughs> listen to the sin nature podcast first and then listen to this one. Um, so instead of doing a zoom and uploading it into teachable, I've just had the, uh, audio stripped out of the zoom and shared with you here. Um, so what you're going to be listening to in this particular podcast is how I'm reminding you of our goal, what God's mission is for us in the Bible, like what, he, what his intention is for us. And um, I'm just taking you through that reminder session. So anyhow, in this particular episode, it's going to be the replay of the um, Thinner Circle meeting that we had on the 31st of August and on the 3rd of September for each of our respective meetings. So instead of a Zoom playback, it's this particular podcast episode. Um, I don't know what I'm going to title it yet. I haven't gone through that process. But anyhow, as you hit play, you will basically be restreaming um, the playback of that. I hope you have a great day and I hope you're able to take notes if you need to or to at least follow along. Have a good day. All right. Bear with me. Here we go. All right, so like I mentioned, have something to write notes. You've all you've all watched the um, uh, you've all listened to rather the podcast, so you know what sin nature is. You guys have heard me drone on and on, and you already knew what sin nature was, but that gave you context to kind of tee up to understand what I'm going to be talking to you about tonight. Specifically tonight, we're going to be referencing the handouts that you received in the mail or Terry that you will receive in the mail. Now, the handout is nothing other than just a frame of reference, but it also has a worksheet component of it. Um, I have found with a lot of my clients, if I give them something to help them capture and isolate their awareness of their sin nature and give them just a few journaling prompts to help them get out of their sin nature. It's, it's a way to really kind of bring obstacles out of the, you know, just out of, out of your way so that you're not continually stumbling on them. Tonight, what we're going to be talking about though, is the focus of our sin nature and the results, what it is that keeps our focus on our sin nature and the focus to adopt in order to crucify our sin nature and why we need to do it. The big picture of our Christian lives, I'm gonna be sharing that with you. Um, I'm also gonna share with you why we should change a biblical perspective. And then we're gonna talk a little bit about awareness in order to activate change. Like I mentioned, the exercise, the journaling exercise. I'm gonna have each of you just do one prompt and Terry will walk you through it. <clears throat> and then I'm gonna share my own with you because I, I had one thing, a sin nature thing crop up last week and both times, cause I did it twice, both times that I was disobedient to what I knew I needed to do, 
it was like, why am I doing this? I couldn't believe it. And I knew it's all for God's glory because it's exactly what was part of the impetus behind what got me to today's content. So it's just a beautiful thing how it all kind of comes full circle. Um, and then in my journaling example, I'm going to reveal to you how I, how I now keep my sin nature from becoming my signature. Because that really is the thing, especially in weight loss. Our sin nature becomes our signature. People can say to you easily, oh, Sherry's on a diet. She's going to lose the weight. But the reality is, is they know I'm going to quit it in two weeks. Or if I come to the birthday party, don't worry about having something special there for me because I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat all the regular stuff. You know, I'm just, I don't want that to be our signature. So we're going to dive right in. And of course, the mouse doesn't work like it should. Now, we're going to talk about our sin nature and how it manifests in our weight loss journey, because obviously sin nature is far bigger than our weight loss journey, but specific to our weight loss journey. Our sin nature, as you well know, shows up in the form of temptation, cheating on our meal plans, um, having cravings that we can't say no to, our laziness. Anybody? I mean, I've had about a month and a half of laziness eating nothing but bagged salads. I'm not even kidding you. Um, it shows up in our impatience when the scale isn't budging or the pants aren't fitting yet. Frustration because, you know, maybe we keep giving into temptation. Diet hopping. I mean, I don't know about you, but I think I've tried them all. Um, and sometimes even self-loathing, our sin nature. You know, we're, we're told that we need to love ourselves and love other people, but our sin nature can come out and be self-loathing, especially even in weight loss. I'm, I'm sure you guys have experienced it on some level. I know I personally have. Our sin nature is easy to live with because it's familiar. It's easily available to us. Sometimes it's fun. Let's face it, food can be fun. And when you're trying to lose weight, that's where, the, that's where it's confusing. It can be comfortable, socially accepted, elicit a physiological response, easily reasoned you know i mean somebody in the facebook group was sharing with us how she went to visit her mom and they they were saying that she was a party pooper because she didn't eat the way that everybody else was eating i mean it's easily reasoned that we give into the foods despite you know being committed to whole 30. um it's also our easy button our sin nature oh did i freeze okay um our sin nature is our easy button because it's us giving into our flesh. It's no different than having a cranky child that we're like, just give it to them. You know, I mean, our sin nature is a lot like that. For most of us, our sin, sin nature leaves us stuck, frustrated, and sometimes even defeated. Um, we can't find our way out because we can't make change happen. We don't know how to crucify our flesh. And then weight loss becomes our daily focus. And just like that, our sin nature has completely redirected our focus. Now, this is where I'm getting to the point of what we're gonna be talking about. So how do you put your sin nature to death? You do it by changing your focus back to God. Right now, our, our, we're so focused on weight loss and our weight loss is completely consumed with our sin nature because we can't take our flesh out of the equation. I mean, it's completely a part of it. God did not make us to be struggling, overweight people who are in bondage to temptation and prisoners to our flesh. No, he created us for his glory. Now on this next page, I'm gonna have you write something down. It's not on your screen. I'm actually gonna flip to the screen where it is I'm gonna have you write this down. I'd like for you to write this down rather. I'd like you to write down, I am being reminded today 
that the message of the Bible is about a king. And, and what I have been created to do is to reflect the glory of my king for his kingdom, even in weight loss. Okay, when I see you girls stop writing, I'll flip the screen back, but I wanna leave it there. Terry's done, nope. Yeah, you're done, okay, thank you. Karen's good. Good, all right. <clears throat> the reason I want you to write that down is because we get so we get so in this world and you know the seekers method is where i'm helping you to stop conforming to the patterns of this world so that you can really start renewing your mind this is an evolution of that renewal right now what i'm going to be taking you through so we are let me get on the right page okay why does change matter in the context of what we're talking about tonight um the reality here is we were created for God's glory. And we focus, if we are created rather, for God's glory and we focus on him, not weight loss, then the big picture, which is shown here below where I've got this little diagram, it all comes into view. And this is what our focus should be. We know that we are, we've been chosen by God. We've gone through justification, propitiation, redemption, all of that. And here's where we are. In this big picture, we are being sanctified. We're being made to become like Christ. We are in a period of Christian growth, spiritual maturity for his kingdom, all for the ultimate state of arriving at glorification. We lose sight of this in life. But what I want to do is remind you, I wanna get your eyes back on what we are, what God created us for. He created us for his glory, for his kingdom. We are to point everything back to him. And what I want to impress upon your heart tonight is when we approach life seeing where we are headed, which is glorification, our focus, what we're focusing on, not weight loss, when we focus on this big picture, that can change our capability to lose weight because our motivation, which is to bring glory to God, becomes greater than weight loss. So I'm helping you to see that this is not about weight loss. This is about the fact that God is spiritually maturing you, Becky, and you, Karen, and you, Terry, because ultimately this is about your sanctification. This is about you arriving in heaven and him looking you in your beautiful eyes and saying, well done. I sent you down there to point everybody to the kingdom. And the minute you lost weight and you repeatedly surrendered and you obeyed and you changed yourself physically, the minute you did that, you got people's attention. 
And when they looked at you, they said, radical change comes because God is real. You point to him. So here's what I want to make clear to you. God chose you. And having chosen you, he called you to come to him. And having called you, he gave you right standing with himself. And having given you right standing, he gave you his glory. His glory is his nature, which means you have his power. You have his strength. You have everything he has inside of us. He gave us his spirit. That's from Romans 8.30. You have everything you need to crucify your sin nature all of it and from there to be controlled by the holy spirit write this scripture down second timothy 1 7 you probably know it by heart god gave you a spirit of power love and self-discipline he gave you the ability he gave you everything you needed even in and especially for weight loss now here's the thing um it will be hard and it will require suffering to make this change happen, to be focused on being glory focused instead of weight loss focused. It's all for God's glory. And since you are his heir, it tells us in the Bible, you too inherit his glory. Like I said, his glory means his nature. But if we are to share in his glory, we must also share in his suffering. And that's from Romans 8, 17. So you, you need to know and expect, you already know this. It's going to be hard. There are going to be times when it feels like you're suffering. But when you see the big picture, we see that where we're going. And, and when we see this, we understand more completely why obedience, even in weight loss matters, and why a shift in focus, in your focus being on glory and not just the scale. Despite the difficulty of it, when your focus is changed, it, it is a critical change that happens despite the difficulty because it applies to your eternity. You don't know yet, you can't know yet what this is all meant for. Um, all right, so I have, okay, good. Thank you for putting that in there, Karen. Um, it, takes, it takes me a little bit longer than the average Zoom person to figure out chat. <laughs> all right, so there you have where I just put together like the big picture for you where you can see it. And I think this really helps kind of like when I had the map of, you know, us being us going through our journey and how we're entering the wilderness and all of the things. I think it really helps to see the picture of where we're going that we're on. We went through the narrow gate and we are on the narrow path and that is going to require us to be obedient. So now this is where it starts to get really good. Let me just see what screen I'm on focusing on giving God glory. I want you to write this down. You can either write down GGG or G cubed, G to the third power, even in weight loss, because I've had women from the thinner circle tell me since Monday night that that's been a game changer for them. And I'm about to bring that all to your attention. Okay, let's see. So God chose us. We know that. You just heard me go on about that in the last screen. He called us. He didn't call us to be skinny, but he called us to advance his kingdom, to point to him, like I mentioned, to be reflections of him and of his powerful nature, to show people, to show Christians and pre-Christians. That's what my, my, when I went for my certification through life coaching, she told me, she said, I don't call, I call people either Christians or pre-Christians because I see everybody as an opportunity for me to bring them in. And I'm like, I love that. So what happens when a Christian, these people are going to see you changing your life and they're going to see radical change in God's nature, his glory in you already. And what happens when they see that is they see what happens when a Christian is walking with God. 
We are to accept and seek the strength that he has given us in our spirit to fuel radical change in our every decision, action, and outcome, but not because we're losing weight. We do it to be radically changed for his glory. Everything that you need already to make this radical change in your life is already in you because of his spirit. You combat everything on this weight loss journey, leveraging love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. You have to leverage all of the power he gave you as the fruit of the spirit in order to receive the fruit of the spirit. It's kind of like you have to have it in order to get it. And we do this by trusting in him, not ourselves. You and I both know the minute you trust yourself for it, that's called willpower and it's fleeting. It goes away just as quickly as you can dream it up. And when we're focused on his glory, our lives produce the fruit of the spirit. Every single day, every choice that you make matters. Everything you do matters. I don't, I get so frustrated when people say works don't matter. They don't matter in order to earn your salvation, but they do matter because that's where it all comes together. That's the intersection of what God is promising you and what he's expecting you to do. He's equipped you with everything. And since you have his glory nature in you, you have what it takes. So when we struggle and we seek him, he's glorified. And when we say no to temptation, he is glorified. When we do all of our prepping, planning, resting, obeying, and doing all of the hard things, he's glorified. And when we quietly do those things in public, he is glorified. And when we suffer, he is glorified. Get ready to write this next statement down. Yet, when we give in to our sin nature, we glorify our sin. And I have a scripture here I want to share with you. I didn't share this on Monday night, and God has been on me about it. Um, the Bible even says that when we give into our sin nature, we bring him shame. Here's what it says, Psalm 4.2. How long will my people turn my glory into shame? How long will you love delusions and seek false gods in vanity? That stopped me in my tracks because I thought, wow, I never saw my sin nature from this perspective. So when you give into your sin nature, we glorify our sin. And that just, that's powerful to me. So why and how do you give God, how do you glorify God even in weight loss? This is where it's starting to get really good. And I promise we're wrapped. We're, we're nearing the end of all the lecturing. Um, so Let's talk about why and how. I'm going to give you some scenarios and scriptures for all of it. Why do we glorify God or give God glory? The three G's, give God glory, even in weight loss. The first reason is Romans 12.1, which says why we're to give God glory. I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he would find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. How do we do that? We do it through our sacrifice, which is important, but obedience from your heart. It's obedience from your heart that is much more important. God wants us to offer ourselves as living sacrifices daily, laying aside our own desires to follow him, trusting in him to guide us. Our physical obedience to our meal plans, even doing everything in the prologue success strategy is an act of worship to him. See what you do every day as your physical discipline 
as a blessing, as you, as you blessing God with glory, like you're just, and every day it's like glory after glory after glory until eventually you you are so changed and your change is so significant that it points to him and it brings people to him. Here is my, what I call my 3G tip, give God glory tip. My first one, when you don't feel like doing the very thing that you know you should do, ask yourself, would this give God glory? And I have found myself already using this when I'm too lazy to get up and just make my little boy, this happened today, a root beer float. I'm like, have your sister make the root beer float. And I, I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, you seriously can't get up right now to go make your baby boy a root beer float? Seriously? And I thought, it gives God glory when I do what he has called me to do. I'm raising these babies. I'm letting them feel love through my actions. And I got up. I wasn't doing anything important. And I made them a root beer float. And I didn't even have any. So glory be to God. <laughs> the next one, why should we give God glory? 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? You know this scripture who lives in you and was given to you by God. You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price, so you must honor him with your body. How do you do it? Honor God with your body is how we serve him, while simultaneously breaking the power of sin in our lives. What could happen in your life if you began to honor God with your food choices repeatedly, day after day, just asking yourself, is this choice, am I honoring God? Will this bring him glory? And how you do that, my 3G tip here, my give God glory tip is when you don't feel like eating the compliant thing at the restaurant or you decide to reward yourself, how many of us use that? I mean, I do it all the time. I used to do it. I'm, thank goodness I'm free of it now. But you decide to reward yourself with an ice cream cone despite having just committed to Whole30. Ask yourself, would this give God glory? and just see what kind of change can come of that. Now, this last one is really good. Why should we give God glory even in weight loss? First Corinthians 10, 31 through 33. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. Don't cause another to stumble. This is where it gets really good as seekers. I too, this is Paul speaking, try to please everyone in my everything that I do. I don't do just what is best for me. I do what is best for others so that others might be saved. This is what I need you to remember, like I'm bringing back into focus. We're here to point to him. Other people are watching you. They know you're on a weight loss program seeking God, and you're all the talk because you're like, what's Karen doing seeking God for weight? Why isn't she at the gym? How come Becky's not, you know, blah, blah, blah. Why is, what's Terry thinking by not having buns on her her burger, and she's just seeking God. What does that even mean? They're watching us. They are watching us, all of them. And they could, be, you and I could be the exact thing that brings somebody into the kingdom and helps them to be saved. Their eternity hinges, I never even thought of this, but hinges on my obedience day after day. This is what I want to say about it. Um, we do we do what is best for others so that they might be saved, and we should be sensitive to the meaning of our actions to those around us. Our actions must be motiva motivated by God's love so that all we do will be for his glory. Now, my 3G tip here is, in all things, ask yourself, is this action glorifying God? 
How can I honor God through this action? Glorify God in your example. You might not realize it, but you're, um, but you're being watched by those around you, like I mentioned. They see the power of God's spirit in you. Glorify him in your actions and show them what radical change looks like in a Christian's life, even in weight loss. Um, 